You are listening to the Blind Spot Money Talk Show. You would want to tune in if you are a small to mid-sized business owner or a leader. We will discuss various subjects to help you identify blind spots in your business with your host, Miru Hunter-McMahon, Profit Improvement Partner at Your Savings Pro, here to make a difference for your business. Today I have Eric Lofholm, who is training thousands of people to be able to do successful sales. Welcome, Eric. I am excited to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, thank you for your time. I know you're very busy. I follow you on social media all the time. And uh, it's very nice to see that you encourage business owners. Before uh, we continue to discuss and kind of let you share the secrets of the sales area to improve business owners, help bottom line, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, like how you got started in sales industry. Yeah, years ago, I was in my early 20s and I wanted to become a real estate investor. And so I went to work for a company that taught others how to be successful real estate investors and they offered me a sales job, which I was happy to take. I, I didn't really care about sales. I was mostly interested in the real estate education. And uh, I, was, I struggled in sales there. And I was told at the end of my first year that I had one more month to hit the minimum quota, which was $10,000 a month, that I had missed it two months in a row. And that's when I became interested in getting professionally trained in sales and I did get trained. I met a, my mentor, Dr. Donald Moyne. And within 60 days of being professionally trained, I went from the bottom producer to the top producer in the company. And that ended up guiding my, my future and where I am today. Uh, I'm, my natural gifting is teaching. So I started taking what my mentor taught me and I started teaching it to my coworkers and they started getting good at sales. And then eventually I started my own sales training company. And that's what I've been doing for the last 21 years is teaching principles of sales to people all over the world. A lot of business owners open business with one passion, uh, but I believe uh, sales skills are not easy to come, but it is a learned skill, correct? Yeah, in our culture, there's a stigma to sales. And so a lot of people are uncomfortable with the idea of selling. They just want to run their business. They want to get new clients, but many of them are uncomfortable selling. And so one of the things that I help business owners is to let go of resistance to sales and embrace sales so they can get the results that they want. Other than people limiting their beliefs when it comes to sale, what do you think is number one? blind spot for many business owners when it comes to like sailing, selling to uh, improve their bottom line as a business owners? Well, if you think about sales as a chain and a chain is as strong as its weakest link. So there's all these links that make up what produces revenue. So lead generation, social media, sales skills like trust and rapport, closing, objection handling, follow-up, appointment setting. And one of the things I've observed in the coaching sessions I've done, and I've had the opportunity to work with literally thousands of people one-on-one -on -one over the last 20 plus years, is that they'll say things like, um, 
I'm not good at closing or I'm not good at referrals. And they'll say it as if it's a fixed mindset. Mindsets are not fixed, they're flexible. So I am not good at closing today doesn't mean you're not gonna be good at closing in the future. <clears throat> and so it's all about what you can become. Somebody who's not good at closing could become good, could become great. In theory, could become a master of closing in the future if they worked on their skills. And so this is an empowering mindset. It's a mindset of optimism and it's a mindset of possibility. And this could be applied to any link in the chain social media, lead generation, et cetera. Yeah, I think uh, you're right about mindset. I believe a lot of people, like we talked earlier, that scared to do sales. Even though in real life we do sell every day, like we sell our kids to eat broccoli, you know, things like that. But when it comes to business, we don't necessarily relate our day-to-day -day sales activity with a business. Correct. Well, selling, selling is a learned skill and every how-to sales technique, every single one can be learned. And the way we get better at anything, one way is by doing, another way is by studying. So if you wanted to get good at playing the piano, and let's say you weren't very good, well, you could practice, you could watch YouTube videos on playing the piano, you could get an expert piano instructor, you could read books on playing the piano, and a month from now, you would be better. Six months, you'd be better. A year from now, you would be better. And many people don't look at sales in that same light. They just think, well, I'm not good at it. Again, as a fixed mindset. So every how-to technique can be learned. We can develop more empowering mindsets. And we can take more action. Selling is like um, going to the gym. You know, you can think about lifting the weights or getting on the, um, the treadmill. but the results are produced by doing. So we need to get in front of prospects. We need to take action. And it's a combination of mindset, developing stronger skill sets, and taking action. And if anyone applies these things, they can be more successful. Yeah, definitely learning, practicing, and mindset combined will mm -hmm. produce better sales. What is, what is uh, I guess, one closing secret you can share that can you know open up that mindset well a couple things clearly define your outcome before you start your presentation <clears throat> so let's say you're going to meet with somebody mm -hmm. and you want to get a six-month contract signed that's your goal of the appointment <clears throat> well you could go in with that goal or you could go in with a mindset of hey whatever happens happens so I like to clearly define the exact result that I want to produce. For example, when you invited me to be on your show, that was your clearly defined outcome. I'm going to reach out to Eric. I'd like him to be on my show. You reached out, you made the request, and here I am. And so in business, if we get clear on the result that we want to produce and then reverse engineer your presentation, there's a sequence to delivering a successful presentation. So you can think in your mind in advance, all right, what are all the key things I need to cover in this presentation leading up to them saying a yes? So you go in with a clear plan and you know exactly what it is that you want the prospect to do. And just that one tip alone will significantly increase the effectiveness of your presentations. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to say it. Um, another one is a lot of business owners, as they grow their businesses, 
they will have to delegate those sales skills to people they hire. But mm -hmm. unfortunately, sometimes as a business owner, you cannot necessarily pass on your passion to your uh, employees. So when it comes to sales and of course, improving the bottom line for business owners, how can they navigate to inspire those employees to be good at sales? Well, everybody does things for their own reasons. And so it's understanding, one is it's, it's hiring people in the sales role. If you're gonna pay them on commission, which is very common, they would get a commission or some type of incentive for making the sale and um, having people that are money motivated um, and also providing them proper training. So they're clear on how to successfully go out and do what you want them to do. I recently hired some new reps to work for me. And so I've been doing an extensive amount of training recently. So they're clear, hey, this is how we do it at Eric Offham International. This is our process. This is our system. You know, they're eager and they're motivated, but they need to know what to do. And part of that is documenting your sales process. That could be documenting your sales scripts. In my company, I just did five uh, training sessions with my team and we recorded them. So the team can go back, they can watch the recordings. If we hire a new person, they can watch the recordings. So think in terms of a documented sales training system to duplicate yourself with your organization. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm as a bottom line improvement consultant, definitely see this uh, process always being broken. So you're definitely hitting the pain points of business owners. And uh, of course, everybody says that they're busy, um, but at the same time, they are frustrated that unable to grow their profit in the end of the year. So do you think like the training of sales, does it has to be something frequent or do you just give them one training um, and that they should be good to go? Um, I'm going to answer it in two ways. And, and the first answer, I'm a business owner. So all of you that are listening, you know, we're all, we're all doing the same thing. We're running our companies. And one of the most important skill sets right now is to prioritize. Because if you go to any business owner and say, are you busy? The majority of them are going to say yes. And so it's not about working harder because we're already all working hard. It's about prioritizing, letting go of lower producing activities and replacing them with higher producing activities. As far as the frequency of training, I believe in doing it every week. My philosophy is called continuous sales improvement. I want every rep on my team working on their skills 15 minutes to an hour per week. If they want to spend more time on that than, than they can. And I want them listening to audios or watching videos, studying written material. But I, I want them working on their skills every single week. So the sales training is it's an ongoing process uh, from my view. Certain skill sets, it requires that. If you think about the skill set of typing, so I learned how to type in seventh and eighth grade. I've never taken a typing class since, and I'm fine. I don't need to keep going back to typing class. But sales, there's always new things. There's new things happening with social media that we have to stay on top of. And then the other aspect of sales, part of sales training is skill set, and part of it is motivation. And we need ongoing motivation. Zig Ziglar was famous for saying motivation is like taking a bath. You need to do it every day. So we need ongoing um, product knowledge. We need to work on our personal development. We need to work on our sales skills and we need to work on our motivation. 
And um, I find, you know, many of the top salespeople out there, business people, they're lifelong learners and they're always looking to get better. Yeah. And social media being a kind of an upfront right now in the current century, a lot of times business owners get flooded by offers. I will help you to increase your revenue if you follow my system. So how can business owners narrow down to find the right sales training? Because it's so many options, you know, you want to go after everything. So how do you align? Yeah, it's a really good question. And me as a business owner, there's so many times I've hired somebody, a consultant, a system to produce a result. And, you know, they were good at selling the system, but they yeah. were not good at producing the result. And, um, you know, that's, that's a real challenge. Um, you know, vetted vendors, you know, people referring you that say, hey, I did this, you know, it worked. This person was great at Facebook ads. Um, that's a piece of it. And then another piece of it is sometimes as business owners, instead of just delegating it out to somebody else, we also need to kind of know what's going on. You know, I, I use a CRM called Infusionsoft and I delegate out, you know, that work, but I also, I know enough about what's going on. So um, it's a combination when, when we can as business owners have a basic understanding of it and, uh, you know, finding the right contractors or vendors, the right system, you know, it's a, it's a work in progress for sure. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I also um, think the same way you are. Like you hire people, you want to trust them because obviously you hire them. But unfortunately, sometimes you have to babysit them. And uh, at, at that point, you think, well, why would I hire somebody if I have to babysit where I can do it myself in that point, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's really, it's, it's learning how to build a world-class team. I've owned my own business for 21 years. I've hired a lot of people through the years, several hundred. Um, and I, you know, I just keep getting better and better and better at learning how to hire the right people. I made a lot of bad hires. And uh, so it's, it's us as business owners continuing to improve our ability to hire, delegate, lead, you know, leading our team, providing them a, a, a great work environment as best we can. You know, these are things that I work on myself. Another question when it comes to sales, uh, as you know, currently multi-level marketing is like a huge, a lot of products. However, again, because of the sales limiting beliefs, a lot of people afraid to get into, even though some uh, multi-level marketing companies are good. I mean, of course, there are assumptions that it's a pyramid theme, whatever. But if uh, people are looking to get into multi-level marketing positions, how can they overcome those fear of sales? Yeah, it's interesting in, in that industry. And it, it is a viable business model. Um, it's been around for many, many years. And the culture in general of network marketing says, we don't sell, we share. <laughs> and. And the reality is they, they do sell. They're delivering a presentation about a product. They're delivering a presentation about an opportunity. They're asking people for a credit card. So it absolutely is sales. And it's understanding that that's what it is. And it's recognizing I need to develop my sales skills. And selling is a learned skill. And 
and it's just being open to that and you know finding a trainer like myself that can train you there's you don't know maybe there's 50 people like me out there in the world that this is what they do for a living i don't know the exact numbers of sales trainers out there but finding somebody that can train you on the art and science of selling uh because it is a learned skill and you can get better at it uh, but trying to do network marketing without learning sales skills is an uphill battle because it's we're generating leads we're setting appointments we're delivering a presentation we're asking for the order and those are all things that involve sales skills mm -hmm. now i think you bring a valid point because myself when i um, left corporate position at that time i didn't have to worry about marketing or sales and when i open my consulting business i'm like what i need to do sales marketing what are you talking about i'm just good at saving money that's what i want to do i don't want to sell but the reality is as a business owner we all have to sell and interestingly i also had limiting beliefs and of course i started like you said learning following you i, I learned a lot from you and i like the way you say uh, concentrate on revenue generating activities so it's mm -hmm. like I have to bring myself back. What am I doing? Am I, my efforts, are they really producing what I, uh, like my goal, my outcome? So yeah, it, it is very important to continue to learn the skills that we require for, to grow our business. And uh, so it was very interesting conversation. And um, just to sum it up, what is the three takeaways uh, you would like to share with our audience? Well, I think one of the most important things is that um, mindsets are not fixed, they're flexible. So if you say, I am not good at sales, that's a statement as if it's a fixed mindset. And the reality is, I can become good at sales, I can become great at sales, potentially you could even master sales. And then the other key takeaway is, the inner game which is mindset belief systems comfort zones so we can strengthen our mindset and then the outer game is all the how-to techniques every how-to technique in sales and social media lead generation can be learned and then the third thing is action and we've got to roll up the sleeves and get out there and, and do the, the the activities necessary in order to produce the results that we want action is the biggest step <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much uh, for your time. I enjoyed um, speaking with you. I always follow you, of course, on social media. You always inspire me. So I thought that was the reason I really wanted you on my show. So to help business owners, because again, sales is kind of a number one pain for most. So thank you yeah. for your time. You're welcome. And I want to acknowledge you on your leadership in doing this podcast. By you doing this podcast, it's a tremendous way for, for you personally to grow and then to share through your inspiration, you know, bringing guests on for all of your listeners that listen in from all over the world. So great job for putting together this podcast so so many people can enjoy it. Well, thank you so much. I, of course, would like to inspire people as well like you are doing. So it's like people helping people, right? That's it. Thanks for joining the Blindspot Money Talk Show. Hope to help you improve the operation in a better way, maximizing profit and minimizing procurement expenses 
for the success of your business. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you will never miss a discussion that will help you identify your blind spot. Details are in comment section. If you find value in this show, we would appreciate your review. Or if you would simply tell a fellow business owner about the show, that will help us out too. We want to help as many businesses as we can. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm your host, Miru. Until next time.